Hi, welcome back to EQ vs IQ with Orla and me, Martin. This is the earliest recording we have of one of our shows. To start the show, Orla tells us about some of the not-so-great ethics in past psychology experiments, and I follow this up by simulating a vampire apocalypse using a calculator I found online. We are then joined by our guest, Aaron, as we discuss our movie for the week, Fight Club. Obviously, I will be spoiling the entire thing without prior warning, so if you haven't seen it, you may want to skip this part. Aaron then goes head-to-head with Orla on a quiz about colours and emotions before competing against me in a general knowledge quiz. Finally, we discuss the possible theories about the same man who appears in the dreams of many people, but nobody knows who he is. Enjoy. We will just kick it off. Actually, before we start... no we won't. (laughs) No, we won't, because I have to give a really special shout-out this week. Okay. Yes. Over the summer... Okay. I went to Ziggit. Yes. And when I went to Ziggit, we went to Martin Garrix. Oh, Martin Garrix is listening. <laughs> Martin Garrix is listening. Surprise. <laughs> no. Um, but when we were there, we met this guy and he called us, his name was Igor and he was from okay. Russia. Right. And we basically were with him for the entirety of the Martin Garrix set. Okay. I had my disposable camera with me at Ziggit and then yes. we took a couple of photos with him. Okay. And he followed me on Instagram <laughs> and he fam. was asking me to send on the photos whenever I could. And eventually... Months later, I finally got the photos printed out and I scanned them. Right. And I sent it to him at the weekend. And he told me he's been listening to every episode oh, of EQ vs IQ no so far. Way. Yes. Igor, hi. We have <laughs> listeners in Russia. We're international. Oh, my God. We are taking over. <laughs> in Russia. I know. It's unbelievable. I can't. I can't believe it. Well, hi, Igor. Yeah. Um, but yeah. And so, welcome back to everybody else as well. Yes. And hello to everyone in Russia listening. So. Right. Orla. Okay. My go. Okay, so I was really, really struggling to think of something. And I left it very last minute as usual. But this week, um, I got ethical approval for my research project for final year, which is very exciting. And I will need everyone listening to participate. Thank you, but not yet. So talking of ethics, it's a big thing in psychology these days. But back in the day, it wasn't. And people could basically do whatever they wanted to people. So I found some of like the most controversial unethical experiments ever. So I'm going to talk through some of them. So this one is the UCLA schizophrenia medication experiment. So basically, researchers in UCLA wanted to study 50 patients suffering from schizophrenia and they wanted to figure out the symptoms of the disorder. So to do that, they thought it would be really smart to take them all off their medication. They thought this would improve the symptoms, but it did not. So one of them tried to take their own life. The rest of them basically just went on a complete decline mentally. And like they were all just messed up after it. So that was one. Um, another one was the Minnesota starvation experiment. And I actually heard about this one before. But they basically wanted to look at the effect of like starvation on people. So they made a few like kind of army officers and stuff starve for three months. And then they went through like a refeeding process. So like basically it was kind of looking at like anorexia and the effects of like refeeding. 25% like they lost 25% of their body mass. One person chopped off three of their fingers um and for, for what reason just 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 they they were messed up so much from the yeah, experiment yeah okay. and then a few of them engaged in and eating disorder behaviors after and then another was inver- aversion therapy so this is still kind of used today but obviously a lot more ethical but okay. this one was for when being gay was seen as a mental illness basically so they basically electrocuted people who were gay to try and cure them so anytime they thought of something I don't know, like a man thinking it was a man, they'd be electrocuted to try and like stop them from thinking like that. One person died 
um, three days into the treatment. How did they know if they were thinking of other men? How did they? I suppose they probably had to talk out? about what they were thinking of. Would you and just they lie? <laughs> but I suppose you weren't told. I don't know the ins and outs, but I'm assuming they weren't told what they were assessing. Okay. So suddenly they were just getting electrocuted. And then I had another really fun one. Oh, yeah, this one. Um, they gave patients LSD okay. to see the effects. Our guest is nodding in approval. They did this in San Francisco and in New York. And they monitored them, they monitored them from behind a one-way glass. And it was the CIA who did this. And it was looking at kind of like mind control and to see the effects of psychedelics. Yeah, it gave loads of information to the CIA on mind-altering drugs um, and how to sexually blackmail people. Well, how does no. that work? They use prostitutes. Um, so they brought prostitutes Sorry? as they were um, on participants. LSD. Yeah, they brought them to safe houses and gave them LSD. Yeah, the CIA basically just could completely control these people. That is some of the worst. And then there was like, there's loads. There's one, this one I've never heard of. And this is my last one. I'll, I'll stop after this. Oh, but it's you. called the Facial Expressions Experiment. And it was basically, it sounds fine. It was to look at facial expressions and to see are they like the same across a load of people. To, in order to get some of the expressions, the things they did, so they would have to look at a rat being decapitated or decapitate the rat themselves. And a lot of people, like, because it, this would be kind of one of the last things they'd be asked to do, so some of it would be fine, be like, watch a scary movie or, like, watch porn, which obviously you wouldn't get ethics now for that, but, like, to see their expressions. But the, one of the last ones would be to decapitate a rat. Why not? For Why porn? couldn't you get people to watch... I mean, I'm sure you could, but it'd be very hard because it's sensitive. Okay, fair enough. Do you know? Anything uh, related yeah. to sex and psychology, they don't they don't love it. They don't? No, ethics aren't really the biggest fans of it. Okay. But yeah, so um, yeah, so one of the last things would be to decapitate a rat. And because some people felt so pressured by the experiment, they did yeah. it. And then if they didn't do it, the experimenter would come in and decapitate the rat for them. What yeah. did, did, does it specify how they had to do it? No, well, not in this article. I don't know. I'm, I, if That's I looked into like, it, I'm sure... I mean, because if you, if all you do if the, all you have to do is press a button and like something happens like no. that's a lot easier than like using a spoon no, to, I sp- to hack it off. No, I don't think it'd be a spoon. Oh no, I was joking. I mean, my weapon of choice would be like a knife if I have to do it, but like a guillotine. Yeah. A guillotine, but that's yeah, dev- I don't think it was a button. Guillotine. I'm assuming it was like you know you actively like. Okay, yeah, that is that's fairly grim. That's yeah. not that's so not fun. That's why we have ethics now, and so rats it, can keep it's their heads. Really annoying, but like you can kind of understand it why it's there. But yeah, that's my little contribution. I did not want to do too much research for this because I was up really late last night doing a report until okay. like half seven in the morning and I just couldn't face doing loads of research for this. Yeah, so we like leaving everything to the last minute. We that's do. Our, that is, that is our, our motto. Yeah. <laughs> I have come in with something a little bit more fun, which is vampires. Oh, yay. Yay. So Festive. we're talking about a vampire apocalypse. Okay. But to make it a little bit more nerdy, it's a vampire apocalypse calculator. Oh, geez. So <laughs> I am going to ask you okay. to fill in the parameters for this calculator. Great, and okay. the calculator will tell you what happens. So will people die out? Will vampires die out? Okay. Or will vampires and people live happily ever after together forever? Okay. Okay. Shrek so the calculator does all the work. <laughs> Okay. okay, I apologize in advance for how stupid I'm going to say in this. No, it's it's very simple. So okay. uh, what do you want the initial population of the human race to be? Nine billion. Nine billion. Okay. What is the chances of a vampire turning a human into another vampire? Uh, so one if, to a hundred. Well, like, so if they get like... If the vampire catches them. If the them, vampire catches them, what is the chances that they'll turn him into a vampire? 
Oh, like 99.9%. Okay, we're just going to go with 100 because that's okay. a lot easier than... Fine. Um, what is the annual population growth? But see, you said this so it's easy. either 1%, 10% or doubles every year. 10%. 10%. Um, do smaller populations grow faster or not? Yes or no? Uh, no. No. Okay. Vampires. How many initial <laughs> vampires is there in the world? Um, now, keep in mind, the suggestion is only like 100 to start off with. If, you, if you're going to say like a million vampires, I'm, I'm telling you right now, people won't live a month. Okay, thank you. Um, 37. 37. Okay. How often do they attack? Frequently? Uh, sorry, no attacks, rare attacks, common attacks, frequent or hunting? Oh, I'm going to say hunting. Spice it up. Spice it up. Okay, so these are vicious vampires. Yeah, there's only 37. Um, in this world, we have vampire slayers. Yeah. Now, are the vampires scared of the slayers or do they annihilate them? Are they aggressive? Are they just kind of in the middle, cautious, or do they don't attack them at all? Uh, I think they're aggressive. They're aggressive. Okay. And are the vampires smart or not? Oh, yeah, so smart. Okay, that gives humans a better chance. How? Oh. Because if the vampires kill all the humans and the vampires also die because there's nothing left to eat. Okay. So how many people is the minimum amount of people allowed? In the world? So the vampires are like, all right, we've reached our limit. We have to save these last 500 people, we'll say. What's okay. the... Okay, two. <laughs> two to feed all 37 vampires. Plus how many others they turn. Well, I was just thinking if there was two people, then the vampires could force them to reproduce and start a new population. Okay. Um, now the vampire slayers, how many of those is there? 22. How often do they recruit new members? 1%, 10%, double every year. Double every year. And with the vampires, do they, do they don't attack them at all, which is kind of defeats the purpose. Are they just sometimes regular, they hunt the vampires or they devote their lives to kill these vampires? Yeah, they have no other purpose. Okay, when they get killed, what is the chance that they're a vampire or they've just died? Well, if the vampires are 100% gonna turn them into a vampire, mm-hmm. odds are 50-50. 50-50. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Are you ready? I'm born ready. Oh, no. This does not, this does not bode well. What? <laughs> it says with the parameters you've entered, humans die so quickly it wouldn't even take days. <laughs> you've killed the human population <laughs> in absolutely record time. It doesn't even... The, you've actually broken the calculator on your first attempt. It, it genuinely is like, humans or vampires probably went extinct too quickly. Try reducing your values of some parameters. I don't know... That's boring. I don't know how you did that. I'm just so powerful. There was no ethics there. There is... You just destroyed all just of humanity. We went from 9 billion to zero in <laughs> in days. I suppose like out of 9 billion, only 27 vampire slayers is a little bit unrealistic. Yeah. Um, I think you messed it up when you said there was I didn't, 100% uh, chance. To give, to give us an idea of other did types of vampires, it? I did, but I can't remember. I did it a good few times. I want to see what like different okay. results you get. Um, for Bram Stoker's Dracula, if those were the kind of vampires and that was the world it was in, it would have taken 30 months for them to kill all humans. Yeah. And then there would be only vampires. We don't but have time to be waiting around. There is, there is other options. There is. So this is in Twilight. Okay. Oh, per- okay. See, now now I'm fine. Come on. I've seen In the Twilight, basically the populations of both kind of like sinusoidal waves okay. goes up and down because the vampires eat humans and then the humans start dying out and then the vampires start decreasing in number and then the people start going back up in population and the vampires can eat more humans yeah. and it kind of just goes on like that forever. That's kind of okay. what happens in the Twilight world. 
And there's other ones. There is this, it's online. It's on Omni Calculator. You can mess around with it yourself if you want at home. It's this vampire apocalypse calculator. It's made by a Dominic Chizernia, who's a PhD candidate, according to this. So yeah, he coded this up and it's pretty fun. Um, So I was playing with that earlier. We will post that on our Twitter as well for any of you vampire heads looking to... Yeah, looking to, Look to, ruin to the find out if you can if beat you can my manage score. To, <laughs> yeah, I think you've got the high score for life there, Warlord. I don't think I don't think yeah. you can be topped. Try beat that. I think if you beat that, you can be on air next week. <laughs> are we ready for our special guest? Born ready. So we want to welcome Aaron. Woo! How are you? I'm very good, thank you. <laughs> I'm so excited. I love having guests on. Um, How are you? I'm good. I'm tired. Day in the library. Oh, yeah. You know, master's life. You're not special. This this your first experience of radio? <laughs> it is. Oh. No, it's not. No. Actually, when I was 18, I sang on the radio on Near 90 FM. Oh Those gosh. in North County Dublin will be familiar. Ew. And uh, I sang with my barbershop quartet. Really? Oh, oh wow. yeah. What did you sing? We sang our version of My Lovely Horse. Oh, brilliant. My father Ted. Oh, yeah. No, it was good. <laughs> <laughs> and we stopped and we sang a song in Irish called Doolaman. And it was it was Christmas time as well. So I think we sang a Christmas song. It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas, I think. Okay, so, so we it's don't, almost an we anniversary. Don't, yeah. It is Do you know what that means? Recreation. I got the boys with no, <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um yes. it is movie time. Movie time, yes. And it's Aaron's favourite movie. We picked it especially for him because he's seen it twenty five times, would you believe? What was the movie, Aaron? Club fighting, I think. <laughs> good guess, good guess. I have, I have not seen the film. <laughs> this is a first. We, yeah. We're not sure how to handle this yet. In okay, typical sorry. Aaron Murphy in DCU fashion, yes. I took a shortcut. Mm-hmm. So I've prepared for this radio <laughs> show by watching a two minute and 38 second long clip on YouTube entitled The Author of Fight Club Explains Fight Club in a Children's Book Format. I think you'd understand it better watching that than actually watching the movie, to be fair. The only thing that doesn't give me faith about that is I've read up on the book. Mm -hmm. Okay. The book sounds horrible. Like the movie, the movie didn't just like, it like improved the book. I've heard of all the differences between the book and the movie. The book sounded so much more bleak and depressing. But the children's book uh, was was a laugh. (laughs) Even (laughs) fixed the mistakes that the movie made. So this is kind of like the the third time looking. You got the better one. Oh, yeah. Brian, do you want to give us a rundown? I am so excited about this movie. I love this movie so much. I watched this last year for the first time and I can't believe no one ever like sat me down and had a serious intervention about the fact that I hadn't watched the movie yet because it is absolutely fantastic See, I, I had so heard much. about it and I was like oh, sorry, oh, I thought it was just fighting in the basement fight. yeah that's what I thought and it then was. The, the, the cover is like him holding soap so I was like I don't understand did they just shower I never I like, never got the soap reference yeah, until I was like, today yeah. yeah I was like it's really weird is it like clean I, I thought it was the showers afterwards yeah <laughs> okay <laughs> it's like boring plot but um, then I actually heard about it in psychoanalysis and I was like okay this definitely is something I need to be watching opportunity rose and I actually really enjoyed it it was very interesting it is an absolute, my mind was blown while I was watching it. So I, I suppose okay. to give a, a kind of a rundown yeah. of what happens is the main character who is nameless throughout the movie mm-hmm. has a horrible life, not a horrible life, just he's sick of his life. Yeah. Just absolutely fed up with everything. But Boring. he doesn't have the courage or the character to do anything about it. Yeah. Instead, he meets somebody and he latches onto this person. They eventually start living together in this dilapidated house, yeah. living in terrible conditions, but just free they don't yeah. care about anything and they start the fight club they start fighting each other it's like out the back of a bar out the back of a bar and then yeah. people start spotting him they start joining in they move into a basement and they start doing this fight club and the, the fight club then the main character the fellow that he met the soap producer 
and so he's called Tyler Durden. Yeah. Tyler decides to kind of take the the role of of really building this fight club into something more. Yeah. And he turns it into this kind of cult where they like worship him and he has this idea of destroying essentially all order in society to free people of their debts and to yeah. just free people and in a very destructive but in he doesn't want to kill people he just wants to kind of really shake things up and yeah. in a big explosive way the the main character starts to kind of disagree with this idea it escalates and he tries to track Tyler down while Tyler is traveling and as he's traveling he realizes that Tyler doesn't exist he is Tyler he was Boiler. the one who set up Fight Club all by himself yeah. He created Tyler. It was the biggest plot twist I've ever seen where I was just like, oh my God, this is amazing. Have you not seen Sixth Sense? No. I don't think it could compete to it. This is... Really? I, mean, I haven't seen it. I don't know. It doesn't matter. Okay. Fight Club was just <laughs> magical. <laughs> I, I think it was so interesting because of... It's oddly relatable yeah. in a way. Yeah. Because he basically created... Tyler, the guy that he met, who ended up not existing, was like his ideal version of himself. That was what he wanted to be. That mm-hmm. was kind of the point of Tyler. Yeah. Tyler was really good looking, had so unbelie- much confidence, so much, so much charisma, yeah. was so interesting. Um, the clothes he wore were, they stood out throughout the movie, which you could tell yeah. was something that the guy, the, the main character always wore a white shirt. Yeah. And everything. Bland. Yeah. Yeah. And he didn't want to be that, but he never had the confidence to dress like Tyler or yeah. to, to be Tyler. And I just I mean Tyler was Brad Pitt like Tyler was Brad Pitt. We all want to be Brad Pitt. Especially you know? that Brad Pitt. <laughs> oh yeah. Amazing. Amazing work. But um I just found it really interesting from the old psychology perspective. So Freud who's like the big man basically came up with the kind of like human mind and like how it's worked. So he basically said that we have like an id an ego and a superego. So an ego is kind of the one we present in like an everyday life. But the id kind of represents like our deepest desires, our fantasies, like what we really desire for like happiness. And if they aren't satisfied, we just are not okay in life. But the id is very impulsive and it's very like, you know, it just goes for it. So the ego is there to kind of like control it and to kind of manage it to kind of be like, this is appropriate for you to get your desire here, but it's not appropriate for you to get your desire here. And then your superego is kind of like, all like the kind of rights and wrongs and your conscience and like what you believe to be morally correct and morally wrong and they kind of are formed from like your surroundings as well so like your parents telling you like what's right and what's wrong and you kind of like grow as you develop they become more prominent in your mind and if you kind of go against your superego it's like a you know you're going against your conscience the ideal is to get a balance between your id ego and superego and if that's not balanced you're in trouble in fight club Tyler is basically the narrator's id. So it's like his deepest desires, who he really wants to be, like everything that id kind of represents is Tyler. And he kind of gets out of control. And the narrator is the ego. Like his ego is very prominent within the narrator. The id kind of comes out of control. That's the, the problem that he never ever gave, he never gave the id anything. Yeah, it was, I suppose he like repressed it for so long. Like too much. Like yeah. it was like he never let any desires be. Yeah, and then suddenly it just exploded. Is this like straight up schizophrenia? Because obviously like my no. psychology knowledge is zero. So like is this anything no. to do with that? I don't think, I don't think schizophrenia plays a role. I seen one video said it was dissociative identity disorder. So it's like, you know, like multiple personalities and like split and all that. I don't know about that either, but it won't be schizophrenia. Schizophrenia would be like where you're having like hallucinations and delusions and stuff. But that was a, yeah, it's a bit different. Does it have like scientific grounding, like the plot? Like, could that happen? 
Uh, it could, but I think the real the realistic of the ending is very like not. What do you mean? Like when he just shoots. Oh yeah, okay. Yeah, oh sorry, you missed this in the kids' book. He obviously doesn't shoot himself. Yeah. Wait, what? They have guns. Wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> yeah there's, there's violence. Um, but yeah, at the very end, he, when he realizes who he is and who Tyler is, he tries to get rid of Tyler by shooting himself. Mm. So he, like, he literally like shoots himself, in the, you know, back of the mouth. Sorry for the graphics. And Tyler dies in real life. He his it's only his neck that's shot. He didn't. Actually, he shot. He shot through his cheek oh, and shot okay. through the back of it. It came out behind his like cheekbone. Because I watched yeah. the last thirty seconds. Yeah. with the buildings falling. Yeah, weird ending. Wasn't a big fan. Yeah, but I love the song. Where's my mind? Great song. Yeah, it's a yeah. song. Yeah. Suitable. <laughs> but um, yes, yeah, so he basically ends up kind of killing Tyler and like regaining like himself. Like realistically, that's not going to just happen. And I would not advise that for anybody. Dealing with this, don't do that. Call a doctor. Um, <laughs> yeah, who answers? Yeah, <laughs> talk to God. Yeah, who answers? Go to God. But was it not just like you know that whole scene where he burns his hand? Yeah, and like your man tries to fight it. The main yeah. character, him shooting himself, was the opposite of that. He didn't fight it, and he was like, "I have to go through serious pain and make a serious sacrifice to prove he couldn't. He never could come to terms with the fact that him and Tyler were the same person. Yeah, he could never do it. And him shooting himself was his way of coming to terms that we are. He accepted it. Yeah, he's that was the first time he accepted it. I, I didn't do enough research on it. I'm not I, gonna lie. I'm really curious because you're you're sitting there a little bit confused. <laughs> Very confused. <laughs> I, I want to know what exactly did the video you watched say happens in Fight Club? Oh yeah, for the kids. So yeah, it was pretty much a lot of it was the owner swearing. Mm-hmm. which I feel like I'm about to do, and then correcting himself for swearing. But a lot of it was just, he was basically saying that there's this guy who has a friend who they they meet on a plane and he sells him some soap and he gives him his business card and they have matching briefcases. That's why they're friends. So <laughs> bad things happen. That's true. That, bad that things happen happens. in the unnamed character's life. Yeah. So he calls his matching briefcase soap-selling friend. Yeah. They go around the place talking to other men Okay. But they're not allowed to talk about their talking club. I think he t- calls Fight Club Talking Club. Okay. Because they're not allowed to fight for kids. Within this talking club then, the soap salesman gets a girlfriend. The soap salesman thinks that the unnamed man kind of likes his girlfriend. Stuff happens. They talk it out between them. Turns out the soap salesman's an imaginary friend and that upsets the unnamed man and his girlfriend. Ah. And they all live happily ever after That's apart the from ending. the imaginary friend. That <laughs> is word for word. Oh my God. Yeah, I think we kind of completely gloss over the... The really important other character, which is his girlfriend. Yeah. Girl thing. Who I actually thought thought the whole way through she wasn't real either. Because the movie kind of, like, at the start, the unnamed character is going to all these group therapy sessions to cry because he's 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 insomnia. Unnamed character. Unnamed character. Um, So he has insomnia, but he finds when he goes to these therapy sessions and cries, he can sleep. But he goes to, like, random ones. Like, he's going to, like, ones for, like, cancer and, like... He goes goes to one every night of the week. Yeah. Oh, because he can't sleep. Yeah, is that also why he makes the soap? He's not making. Oh, he's not making the soap. He does make the soap, yeah, because he has insomnia. Oh yeah. It's all come he, together. Okay. Yeah. So Sorry. basically, the reason Tyler used to work at night. Yeah. And then he used to live during the day, mm. and so he always thought that Tyler did all his work at night, but that was him doing always the work. Yeah. So like all the jobs Tyler had that were actually him doing it. So the soap making business that was always him. Yeah. He was. He, that's right. Yeah. That he did that. But um, yeah, so then this woman like randomly starts showing up to these therapy sessions as well. And, and she shows up to like a testicular cancer one. So he's obviously like, OK, but she definitely doesn't have that. Like she's a tourist, like just going around all these group therapies. Like how dare she? Like, I know I'm doing it, but like it's mine. So he gets really annoyed at her and they kind of agree that they'll split the week up. That's how they meet. 
That is, yeah. And then he just stops going to therapy because they, he meets his friend. Their interaction is really interesting when you watch the movie a second time. Because when you watch it the first time, you think that she's really temperamental and like she's always overreacting. And like she's always constantly annoyed at the main character for stuff that he doesn't really do. Yeah. Then you watch it and you realize that because essentially she sleeps with Tyler, but not yeah. the main character. Right. Okay. So the main character always acts like they're not together. Mm. And then she starts getting really annoyed. And you're watching it like, why are you, when you watch it a second time, you realize that he's actually really being awful, awful. because he's yeah. pretending we never did anything literally an hour ago. Yeah. It's great. It's fantastic. Yeah, I feel like it's definitely one I'm going to need to watch again. But um, I know one of the lads on my course are doing a psychoanalytic essay on it. Yeah, because I'm doing mine on Black Swan. And like I seen an essay that compared Black Swan and Fight Club together, which kind of makes sense because Black Swan, if you haven't seen it, is about like your ego and super ego as well. And she represses one of them and it explodes into her as well. So we else is doing Shrek too, I'm guessing. So Yeah, I, okay. I thought I could do Shrek, but um sent him the plot and he was like, oh, it's too complicated. Like it's too deep for me. So even my lecture was like, mm, I'm not going to. That's, un- that's understandable, deep. though. Yeah. Okay. So I'll leave that for my master, so I'll let you know how that goes. Only sad layers. I get it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'll do my, ma- I'll do my uh, PhD research on it. Nice. On, like, why I'm addicted to it. <laughs> Just why Shrek? Why Shrek is such a cult icon. I swear. <laughs> Shrek is the next there. Tyler Durden. I swear it'll be there. Someone did theirs on, like, Orla, Shrek. Shrek doesn't exist. <laughs> yeah, you yeah, are no, Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's me this whole time. <laughs> I have layers. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep you updated. Um, so yeah, are we playing a song? Yes, we're gonna leave. Leave Fight, leave Club. Fight Club there. We um, shouldn't have talked about I'm it. I'm so excited. I've been waiting. We did. Yeah, if we're gonna get beaten up after this. Yeah, we're in trouble. But if you haven't seen it, do go see it because it is a good one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yes, Aaron. <laughs> but yeah. I have some really good news. What? I've been waiting to play this song for so long. I waited like two weeks for this because Glass Animals have new music and I am so excited. I cannot wait. And it's such a hype song. It's unbelievable. But it is actually really fitting for today's week, for this week, because the the main singer, Dave of Glass Animals, wrote this song about essentially his Tyler Durden. (gasps) When he wrote this song, he he calls him uh, Wavy Davey. Ooh, that's funky. And it's his like, his his perfect image of what he's like like his most confident self inside the one he wants to be the one he that's what the song is about which is so fitting for this week's that's team crazy. Okay, I'm really glad that we managed to let's have a listen not have to play it tonight. so yeah this is it it's called uh, Tokyo Drifting obviously we've removed the song because we don't want to piss off the platforms that this podcast is on or the artist themselves it is a really good tune though so definitely check it out whenever you can okay and we're back Back with Wavy Davey. Back with Wavy Davey. <laughs> um, okay. It's quiz time. I love this. I get so stressed, but yeah, Martin has informed me that um, his quiz for the week is really hard. So it's, I, I mean, never got to study. I so. found it hard. It might not <laughs> okay. be for you. It's an, it's a, a psychology quiz. I'm not supposed to be good at this. <laughs> this is a color quiz. It's oh, no. a psychology color quiz. I'm color blind. You're going to have to answer questions based on colors. Okay. Um, Do you want paper? Uh, if you have paper, yes. Yeah, if I'm not. just going to let you know. Martin tore the wrapper of his plastic bottle. Is that bottle what you using it for? And was yeah. using <laughs> as paper. I'm improvising. If you have paper, that would be great. You would not get this on their 90 FM, I tell you that much. No, you won't. But that, you know why that's why? Because they're not innovative. No, they're not. Do you know? And they're not a team. I brought two pieces of paper this week. I never bring paper. <laughs> See, we're, we're so synced. One, one little side note when I ask these questions. Okay. Imagine that you're in a room painted this color because I think it doesn't work otherwise. The first question, yeah. which color relaxes the nervous system? 
Yellow, red, grey, blue. Who wants to go first? Orla? Blue. I'm going to say right. yellow. Yellow. <gasps> um, Orla, you're right. Yay! Which colour makes people feel anxious? Yellow, white, orange, red. Aaron? I'm going to say yellow. Uh, white. Okay, no. It's oh. actually red. Oh, that's anger. That Apparently not, because the next question is, which colour makes people lose their tempers most easily? Red, pink, purple, yellow. Orla? Red. Purple. It's yellow. That's, no. The one wrong. time I didn't say yellow, I was going for the, oh, okay. I know, it's, it's, it's a really frustrating one. This I is, did so bad yeah. on this. Okay, which colour zaps away your energy? Pink, green, blue, brown. I'm going to go brown. Brown? Brown. Brown as well? No, it's actually pink. <laughs> I hate this quiz. Get a different one. <laughs> I mean, they, they do give detailed explanations for why. Pink. Not, pink is, apparently, when you walk into a room that's painted pink, you just instantly just feel kind of drained a bit. Like, it's almost, like, overwhelming. I don't think I've ever like, walked into a room that's pink. Oh, uh, my sister's old bedroom. My room was all pink. Apparently, it zaps away your energy. Did you sleep yeah, well? Yeah, I was tired a lot. Well, yeah. There you go. <laughs> wow, it's like comedy. Um, <laughs> here's a degree. <laughs> Which colour makes people feel cool and refreshed? White, light green, light purple, light blue. Orla? Uh, oh, I'm in between two. I'm going to say light green. Light blue. It's white. Oh. That's wrong. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, this one, there's no options. You just have to give me the answer. What color makes people most nervous or frightened? I'm going to go with, I'm going to go with yellow. I'm going to say red. It's black. Oh, I was going to say black. I was going to say black. That's, Guys, oh, this I is, hate this, this quiz. Is, this is not going well. I'm not going to lie to I'm you. I'm going to make zero, but I mean. If any of my lectures are listening, please give me a master's. Just don't do it in colors. It's not, I'll do it in black and white. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Which of these colours is the most appetising? Blue, yellow, red, orange. Uh, orange. I'm going to say yellow again. Just It's orange. <laughs> Yay! It's, it's not. <laughs> I just think because um, of an orange. Okay, this one, this one gives a little, nah. a little clue. Okay. A little clue. Big clue. It's, it's, it's actually not a good clue. But Which colour can improve human vision and is used in hospitals to relax patients? Blue, yellow, tanned white, green. Tanned uh, white? Tanned white. Uh, no, no. No, you said tanned <laughs> white. I, I'm actually sorry. I almost sabotaged the quiz there. Um, it's it's green. And a lot of waiting rooms do have green in them. Do they? I would have said tanned so. white because, like, you know, like a lot of uniforms and yeah. everything's kind of that dull beige. And it's, it's, such a, it's such an awkward thing to put in because it's so specific. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. Tanned white. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought it could be like it's in there and be like, is it white or not? Test your vision. Do you know? No, just me. You're talking logic. to two guys with glasses here. We're <laughs> yeah. like, have you ever been to an optician? <laughs> yeah. Is it green? Well, it should be. It should be. What's it's Specsavers? Oh, yeah, damn. No, it's okay. It's okay. okay. Move yeah. on. I'm sad. Okay. Which color in certain shades looks the most artificial? And this one does make sense as well. Is it purple, yellow, gray, or blue? Gray. Oh, yellow. It's purple. How? Because is purple is one of the least common colors in nature. And so when you see purple, you're kind of like, what is that? Okay. Is that real? Okay. So that's kind of the reason for it. Okay. Yeah. Uh, e- even like natural food, like think about it, like what's purple. Yeah, yeah like eggplants. Grapes. Kind of, they're kind of ready. Red grapes. Oh, okay, look, grapes. I want a reference for this quiz because I think it's wrong. Uh, yeah, it's funtrivia.com. <laughs> <laughs> Where's your bibliography? <laughs> yes or no question. Oh, no. Right. Okay. Can colors make you work harder? Aaron? Yeah. Yeah. 
Yes. 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 One on the board for Aaron. <laughs> yes. No one's going home with a zero. That is all Where that matters. Just in my grades. Okay. Um, <laughs> the final score there was 3 1. Okay. <laughs> that was hard. I did not enjoy that at it all. Was, when I did this I a couple of weeks ago, it was, it was difficult. Okay, so mine is another true or false question. Mm-hmm. Kind of like, it's actually interesting because it's kind of stuff you definitely would have heard before and you've been like, oh yeah, and it's actually not. So, okay. first question is true or false. It rains diamonds on Saturn and Jupiter. 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 <laughs> Jupiter. <laughs> Could you tell me where that is, please? <laughs> uh, yeah, so true or false, Aaron? Yeah, I'm going to say true. True. Yeah, it is. I actually got that right. Okay, Oxford University is older than the Aztec Empire, true or false? Martin. True. That is true. Yes, it is true. I got that wrong. Black holes aren't black, true or false? True. 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 You look How so deflated. Though? Yeah, I don't know why I, I don't know why that was my reaction. They just, they, they just don't have any... Yeah, like, there's just, nothing there's there. Space. Light is sucked in. Yeah. 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 yeah I, got, I don't know why I'm annoyed. Like, I got it right. <laughs> Okay, going out with wet hair increases your chance of catching a cold, true or false? False. I don't say false because it's viral, I thought. Yeah, you're right. It is false. But, like, that really annoyed me because when I was little, I was so paranoid. Yeah, that's and, like, your parents. I, I my really mom would still, my mom still say that to my sister and my sister's yeah. 26 years old. Yeah, no, my mom still gives that to me if there's a little bit of damp in my hair. She'd be like, give me the hair dryer. And I'm like, mom, science. <laughs> and, like, I have long hair. Like, it takes, like, three working days to dry my hair. Like, it's, it's a thing. Okay, um, Russia, true or false, that Russia has a larger surface area than Pluto. He's going to get a text from Igor now. <laughs> just, just Russia, true or false. Yeah. <laughs> Igor's like, true. He's like, false. Russia has a larger surface area than Pluto. Russia has a larger surface area than Pluto, true or false. I'm just going to say true for the laugh. Uh, well, yeah, 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 I'm going to say true. It's true. What? Yeah, because yeah. you look at, like, Russia's the largest landmass country on earth and you look at that from a globe and like Pluto's not even a planet anymore they're calling it like a star but it's a, a dwarf planet, planet. Yeah. it's a dwarf star. planet in my heart it deserves its planet status you just watch too much Rick and Morty yeah. no I actually have my money on <laughs> episode 2 yes my <laughs> money on episode 2 Rick and Morty I only started watching it yesterday I started watching one. The Crown yesterday yeah. did you? I need to finish that very good okay anyway we'll talk about that after yeah. okay an octopus has three hearts <sighs> true or false I don't care that's disgusting <laughs> Oh yeah, sorry. Aaron has a really, really, really bad phobia of tentacles. Any like, squids, jellyfish, octopus can't do it. Like he will not get into the sea. Wow. We're in Spain, and he just would not do it. Oh yeah, like we're we're also in Spain, and nobody was allowed to order squid. Yeah. Oh no, no. Not you, that no, I you couldn't even that. be at a table with people eating it. Oh no. And Connor Balfe wanted to test my patience. Oh yeah. And then there, uh, one night we were having dinner, and there was like a painting of like ten, an, octop- an octopus in the in the inside of the restaurant, and then Amy was like, "Aaron, don't turn around." <laughs> and like he was like, "No, that was grand." It was funny. But it wasn't it was a real. Like, if that was like if it was real, I'm out of there. Yeah. Oh you, man. Is there a reason that you started having this fear? I think yeah. When I was like I'm gonna say five. Because Aiden was trying to explain it to me yeah. that like all phobias are like triggered from something. Yeah. When I was like five, my dad snuck up behind me. We were in Port Aventura in Spain and Salute. And my dad snuck up behind me and we were coming out of a gift shop with a like a, like a rubber octopus and I like scared me, like waved it in my face. And apparently I like ran for the hills I mean like I Usain bolted out of that place and ever since then like it was bad I went to a child psychologist like when I was really young really over, yeah. yeah I used to not be able to say the word like it was bad oh my god yeah, wow like, that's, see, a, this is what I mean. that's a real don't phobia take, but it's really because you know people are like I'm phobia this like yeah. that's, yeah, no, that's but it's really it. it's really annoying because yeah. apart from that like I, like I don't mind heights spiders anything so like if it wasn't for that stoop like 
it's such a random people are like <laughs> especially like when I was in Vancouver for the summer plug oh uh, people were like um, people were like oh let's go kayaking here and I'd be like is it a lake they'd be like no it's the sea I'd be like oh, I'm not gonna stay <laughs> oh it was the worst yeah that's it, but like wow. that's a perfect example of phobia. Like it's mm. they're so severe. Like they're a thing. They're not like oh my god, I'm scared of spiders. Like it's like no, I can't breathe. Strange. Yeah. That that's is. Strange. I've never heard of that. Yeah, it's that's, funny. Oh, it's, thanks. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, quiz, go on. Sorry, yeah. You're such a um, good psychologist. Yeah, that's <laughs> a funny one. I mean, oh my god, depressed. That's funny. You are hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually told that before in therapy session. They're like, God, your humor is so dark. We love it. <laughs> uh, okay. This is what we live for. Yeah. Okay. Anyway, sorry. An octopus has three hearts. True or false? <laughs> um, true. I'm say false. It's true. Oh, oh sorry. They're unbeatable. <laughs> um, for every human on Earth, there are 1.6 million ants. True or false? I need to say more, but I'm going to say yeah. True. It is true. The picture with Ant and Deck, I thought it was very funny. That is <laughs> hilarious. Because <laughs> I was like, what's this guy? It's Misleading, but yeah. hilarious. Okay, the next one, true or false, there are more fake flamingos in the world than real ones. True. False? It's true. How? I don't know. I suppose they're not really that common. Has there's it been a False. Yeah, we're getting your hair wet and going. Ah, inside. yes, yes, yes. yes, yes. <laughs> okay, true or false? Cracking your knuckles too much will give you arthritis. True or false? False. 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 It is false, but that annoyed me because again, I was always told don't crack your knuckles. But there's so there's so much like pseudoscience in like Irish families. Yeah. I feel, oh my know? god, that that like I find that so interesting. The like, stuff I was told when I was t- I remember I used to be told like when I like play Xbox as a kid. Like, don't play too much. It'll, like, it'll destroy your eyes. And then we went to the opticians. And he was like, oh, no, it's actually really good for your eyesight. It helps your reflexes. This is this. And I literally turned to my mom with, like, the biggest smug look on my face as a 12-year-old. Sure, I was told, like, you know, the whole carrots are good for your eyesight. I would eat... Three raw carrots a day. Just you, walk around the house. You and are I the only one here without glasses. True. So there you work, go. you yeah. know what that is? Science. Science. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the very last one. True or false? Mammoths still walk the earth when the Great Pyramid was being built. True. True. Yeah, it's true. I got it wrong. Yeah, what was the score? 10 9. <sighs> Did you get them all right? Yeah. Nerd. The octopus um, let me down. Yeah. The octopus See? betrayed mm. you again. <laughs> Foiled by the octopus yeah. once more. Mm. Yeah, um, you're you're you've joined Team IQ. Oh, rage, man! I d- I barely made it onto Team IQ EQ this year, this week. You know, I don't even know what team I'm on anymore. Is there another one? Conspiracy, Conspiracy. time. We didn't get one last week because we weren't on air. Yeah. <laughs> I put up on the Instagram story on the radio page a picture of a man, and I'm going to show you just in case mm-hmm. you haven't seen it. I have, but remind me. This man. Yeah. Yeah, he looks. Like, just so creepy. Oh, like, my dad. <laughs> dad. <laughs> um, and apparently, mm-hmm. loads of people have been seeing him in their dreams. Like, just unrelated, but just, you know, seeing him in their dreams. And it came from a psychiatrist who's one of their patients kept talking kind of about this man that kept coming up in, like, their dreams. They're giving them advice. Yeah, yeah. Like talking to them in their dreams and giving them advice. So then the psychiatrist is like, right, so she drew or he or she drew the, the man mm. and then just kind of left it on their table and that was grand. And then a few like weeks or months later, I don't know, like another patient. Yeah, like a week later, right? yeah. another patient. Um, another patient came in and seen the picture and was like, who is that man? Like, I've seen him in my dreams. So then the psychiatrist was like, well, that's a bit freaky. So she contacted, they contacted their other like colleagues to be like, here, has any of your patients seen this man in their dreams? More people came forward to be like, yeah, we have. And it's just come to become this like widespread thing. And like, there's like posters in, on walls in the streets being like, have you dreamt this man? And like, he's everywhere. 
He really is. He really is. So I put up a poll on the Instagram page to see have people dreamt of this man. Two people said yes. Fifteen people said no. I mean, e- even if it's just two out of true seventeen, like that's if you that blow that people, up to the yeah. whole worldwide, the whole mm. world, that's a lot of people. Like yeah. two thousand people have reportedly seen this. There's different theories as to who this man is and how how he exists. Now, some yeah. of them are really basic. It's like, mm. oh, you heard of the theory and then you dreamed about him, which is very right. likely. He's relatively generic looking. Yeah. He is a you bit yeah. like they, there is. If you go, the main website for it is, is thisman.org. And like, <laughs> if you go into drawings of him, like they do vary a bit. And yeah. You can kind of just basically anyone who's balding and getting <laughs> a mini brow. gesture to himself just for people not watching the, the TV. Yeah. Maybe they're just <laughs> dreaming <laughs> of me. Maybe they're just dreaming. It's just of me. everyone's dreaming of Martin with yeah. a tan. <laughs> um, there's, there's, there's religious theories that this man is the, the creator and one of the many forms that God manifests himself into. If you're God, why would you make yourself look like that? Like, I know. Um, because he, he gives a lot of people advice, modest. apparently. But very modest. I know, but I suppose you, if Brad Pitt was turned up in your dreams, you won't be paying attention to his, to his advice. But Brad Pitt's probably showed up in a lot of people's dreams. But, yeah, but do you listen to his advice or do you just... Look at him. Goggle. Uh, goggle. <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> this is... The, apparently, maybe this is the easiest face to take advice from. Maybe. God has figured it out with well, science. He's so creepy because I watched a video and they did like kind of an animation of him. And I actually like, I'm terrified now. And yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dream about him tonight. Guaranteed. Like I was probably watching the video and I was like, uh, like it's very unsettling. There is other advice, which is that he is uh, Jung's psychoanalytic. Psycho- psychoanalytic. Psychoanalytic. Thank you very much. Theory. Word of the week. <laughs> that he's an archetype. Yeah. Like he just exists. Like he has always existed when the universe was created. Like it's just one of those things that everybody has embedded in their brains is this face and that some people just find it in their brains. Like it's oh. like it's part of all of us. We all I have this know. image of the face inside Yeah, us. because then you get to like people like tribes and like the Amazon have never seen a white person before. So like did they have it in their brain? Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh my God, we must be their biggest nightmare. They tell like there's only one white person and there's loads of us. Mm. There's the dream surfer theory. That oh, this yeah. man is entering people's dreams and surfing around and, and basically hacking people's minds and trying to give them advice or talk to them. That stuff, that's interesting. I, that's the thing I'd believe most. Really? That, like somebody, somebody can hack it some way because hacking just confuses me. And yeah. It terrifies <laughs> Like we have our whole lives like oh, online yeah. and I just accepted that. Unfortunately, that is all we have a recording of for this week. If you do want to find out more about this mysterious man, though, I have left the official website dedicated to him in the description. Also, if you have time, check out the Facebook page called Ever Dream This Man. The page posts stories of the people who have encountered the man in their dreams. These posts come from all over the world, and some of them are quite entertaining. Anyway, that's it for now, so thank you for listening, and we'll see you next week.